Entrepreneur on Fire, episode 162. Welcome to EntrepreneurOnFire.com, where remarkable entrepreneurs share their inspiring story. Let their journey illuminate your path to success. And now, your host, John Dumas. Fire Nation, what's that next great idea you have? It's time to take powerful action, and step one is setting up your website. I've created a seven-minute tutorial that walks you through acquiring your domain for free all the way to your first post. Go to eofirewebsite.com to access this great tutorial, your free domain, and much more. That's eofirewebsite.com. And now let's give it up for our five-star reviews. The Critic ZN, G Grove, Josh Ledgard, Dana Mariotti, Mike the D, Tony Vu, and Banu Metu. Thank you for supporting Entrepreneur on Fire, and I look forward to thanking everybody who does the same. Okay, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Antonio Centeno. Antonio, are you prepared to ignite? I am prepared to ignite. (laughs) All right. Antonio is the founder of Real Men, Real Style. His goal is to provide men the tools to educate themselves and build the wardrobe that best complements their individual style. I've given Fire Nation a little overview, Antonio, but why don't you take a minute, tell us about you personally, we want to get to know you, and then tell us about Real Men, Real Style. I am. Grew up in West Texas, ended up going to college in Iowa, went into the Marine Corps, served as an officer. Probably one of the best experiences of my life was being an officer of Marines. After the Marines, I didn't really know anything about business. And instead of most guys are going to the FBI, you know, that, that kind of you know law enforcement, yeah. I went to business school at the University of Texas. And that opened up my eyes to a lot of opportunity. And Got a job right out of school, promptly fired in a few months, and I thought, well, this is a great opportunity. I don't have it, you know, it's a sign. I'm going to start my own company. So I started a custom clothier called a tailored suit. At the time, one of the only clothiers online that you could actually go in and enter your measurements, design, and build your own clothing, and that was my primary business. Uh, but in about tw- last year, 2012. I started a blog, uh, and that kept growing. We, I found that most people were coming to my clothier for the information, not to buy clothing, unfortunately. And that really opened up my eyes to, hey, there is a need for a leader in this industry, somebody that is taking a masculine approach to style. So I, relying off of what I learned in the Marine Corps, which is, hey, we care about our uniforms, and we think we're some of the top warriors out there in the world. And I thought, why can't modern men take more pride in the way they dress? Well, if they understand the history and they understand the science behind style and how it can help them do better in life, uh, then maybe this will work. And it has worked in the last, uh, gosh, year and a half. We've gotten over 3 million views on YouTube. I now get around 10,000 visitors a day simply to my blog. Uh, And we've built the email list up to about 50,000. And I think even Pat Flynn mentioned that, I mean, because we give away a great free ebook, I've had probably close to 100,000 people download that ebook. So uh, it's been a wild ride and I really enjoy it. So now we're Real Men Real Style is my second business and something that I see incredible uh, growth for the future in. 
Man, well, you just have a lot of great stuff going on, Antonio. And it was not until the pre-interview that I found out that you were a fellow veteran, that you were an officer in the Marines. I myself, as Fire Nation listeners know, was an officer in the Army for eight years, four years active, four years in the Reserves. And we actually served in Iraq at the same time under the same flag. So that was just really interesting to find out. And we could have talked about that for hours, but unfortunately, we both had schedules to keep. So... Just a lot of great synergy going on, Antonio. I want to move that into the next topic, which is the success quote, because we want to keep this motivation rolling and get it going even faster. So take it away. All right. Well, I've got actually two. I'll, I'll, the first one, and I've got these quotes actually right in front of me, so it's funny you asked about that, but I've got, what do you hate doing? And solution is to systemize it and give it away. And that has probably been my focus the last couple years really because it came out of a, a incident that happened to me a few years back, uh, basically where I lost, uh, I lost my sister. And when she died, I found myself in this position where I was re- working 100 hours a week in my company and I couldn't step away. And I don't know, there are business owners out there, if you find yourself in that position, working harder is not going to get you out of it. And I realized that I needed to systemize. Uh, The fact that I couldn't grieve properly and that I was traveling the country, taking care of the things I had to in my family while still answering business calls at my sister's funeral, that right there, I don't know how else to slap somebody in the face and say, you know, you've got to, you know, unscrew yourself and you've got to fix, there's a better way. And, you know, so I think that is one of my, you know, the biggest quotes I also have up is this project worth time I could be spending with my family. And, you know, this is something you can probably relate to, John, is I left the Marines, not because I, I enjoyed the Marines, but what I didn't enjoy is being away from my family for eight months. And that, that time it was just my fiance, but I knew and I could see guys not seeing their, their family. And the, the time we have here, this limited, very limited time that we have to live, I want to spend it with with people I love. And so that's another thing that kind of forces me on that systemization path is that it, it, I, I just don't like my time being wasted. So is that what you're looking for? That was perfect. And I can relate with that incredibly well, Antonio, because I was in such a similar boat. I love the camaraderie. I love the leadership aspect of being an officer. I was an armor officer. So I was in charge of four tanks and 16 men. And I liked getting out there and just being that warrior and having that pride of serving your country. And as you put it, you know, being the best warriors in the world. I mean, there's just a lot that goes with it. But the cons to that was not being in control of your own life. I had to go where I was told to go at every hour of the day, every month of the year. And I just knew that looking forward that I didn't want to be living that kind of life. I was really glad that I did so for those four years. And I'll always look back at that as a great shaping of my personality, of my character. But I knew that going forward, I was more that entrepreneur that wanted to set the tone. And if I was going to work 80 hours a week, I was going to be doing it on my own terms. Hence, Entrepreneur on Fire was born. So I can definitely relate to that, Antonio. Thank you for sharing that. And it's actually a great transition to the next topic, because this is about the journey and you're our spotlighted entrepreneur today. So this is about your journey and you share with us that early part of your journey when you were an officer and then when you decided to get out and actually try a tailored suit and some struggles you had with that. But 
Get into a failure, sometime when you just flat out failed, or when you came up against this obstacle or this challenge that was so tough, you had to dig so deep to overcome that, and share with us how you overcame that. All right. Well, I'll talk about, uh, I, I mentioned when I first started a tailored suit back at the end of 2007, it was, I mean, this was a time period in which I looked on the web and I saw the opportunity for this business. And there were maybe, I could only find two other businesses in the entire world that were doing what I'm doing now. Now there are probably two to 300 businesses doing what I'm doing. Now, the fact that I am not, I wasn't able to leverage that time and that my business didn't grow to the point I wanted it to, I kind of—I do feel that in, in a sense, I, I was a failure there. Uh, on the other hand, what I learned from it is that, you know, I can't go back in time. There's nothing I can do about it now in terms of, but what it did is it gave me what I like to call entrepreneur vision. And by stepping into the situation, I was able to recognize opportunities. And that's one of the reasons I put out so much content and I'm working so hard on real men, real style is I don't want to repeat what happened to me back in 2007, 2008. A lot of my competitors, they took on investment capital. Uh, and so I don't, and, and to, to this day, I still don't know if they actually made a good return or the investors made a good return because I still think my market is still developing. But I realized that, you know, I wasn't probably going to be able to compete with a lot of these guys that had gotten so far ahead with customer acquisition and things like that. I, I still keep uh, a tailored suit still viable. It still can pay the bills. It's just, I realized, and now looking back that I'm going to transition that business into something that's more enjoyable for me. That was great. You know, what we're going to do is we're going to use that to transition to the next topic because this is, again, your journey. So let's just keep going down that path. You share with us challenges, some failures in your eyes as you saw it, not growing fast enough. But one of the fortunate things for entrepreneurs is that we are always having these light bulbs that are going off every single day, some big, some small, but... At some point in your journey, Antonio, you had a light bulb that went off that you just said, wow, this is going to resonate so well with my target audience, with my authentic self. Share with us that light bulb moment and then share with us how you turned that into success. Okay. Well, I'll talk about something that I do over at Real Men Real Style called the Style System. Now, if you would have told me uh, a couple years ago that people would pay me hundreds of dollars for information most of which I think you can you know, go to libraries and find or you can do the research. I, I wouldn't have believed it. And I was over, I think, at the comments of Mixergy. And I was talking with a guy named Tim Berkwood, who was actually out at New Media Expo, really great guy who I was very happy I got to shake his hand and thank him. I got to thank him for calling me an idiot in the comments because I, I, I said basically, you know, why would you, you really charging for information? I, I just didn't see it as a business model. He went to my website, he checked it and I said, Hey, you've got great content. You should be charging for it. And at the time, I, since I was selling product and wasn't really looking to sell content, it was something I, I just couldn't believe that there would be a market for this, especially when, again, you could go to Amazon, you could go get this information, in my opinion, for free, because that's how I was learning it. And I didn't really put a value on the time that I had spent designing clothing, all of the, the thousands of men I had spoken with and helped design wardrobes for. So time went on, and but this really dug into me, and I saw, saw more and more examples of people 
in a sense, packaging content, making it more convenient, and really selling convenience. And the, the example I love is the bottled water example. I mean, we can get water, in, at least in the United States, pretty much anywhere for free. And, but people pay for that convenience of having a bottled, and they're willing to pay a huge premium for it. So I started to build up an audience. Got, got a decent sized email list and I sent it, I mean, maybe I had a thousand people on the email list and I put out, I think this was the, this had to be in like late 2011 or maybe early 2012. I just put out, Hey, I'm going to be doing, and I called it the style boot camp at the time. But the idea was I'm going to be running you through a quick course. It's going to be, let's say, I don't know, eight weeks long. And is there anyone interested? Oh, and the price is going to be this. And I put a price on it, put up a sales page. And I didn't really know what to expect. I, I was hoping that it would at least pay for itself, and it did. I got I, ten people signed up. It was I wasn't you know a huge amount of money, but it was enough to all of a sudden it, it put a couple thousand dollars in my pocket, and more importantly, it lit the uh, lit the fire under my backside that hey I've got to, I've already accepted the money. I've got to build this product. Yeah, and that was the first. Uh, I, so I loved that I put I put this deadline out there and I sold it and by by creating that it really forced me it showed me there was a market I had to take action and this last time that we did the style system uh, we had a you know over a hundred people buy you know buy it and now it's, so now it's a year later and it's gone from ten to a hundred I charge quite a bit more uh, it's much better more systemized and the great part I just love uh, I love that I can constantly give updates that I'm able to keep giving back on the product that I exceed expectations. You know, that we've had, we've had one return out of 300 people that have gone through it. And it's simply because this guy, his house got broken into and I felt bad for him and just gave him his money back and said, Hey, do it for free. I don't really care, you know, but I couldn't do that with uh, custom clothing. Obviously there's a cost of goods there. Uh, so that's what I love about uh, what, what I do now is that I can put more of my heart and soul into it. And at the same time, make an honest living. Absolutely. And it's, again, that scalability, that ability to leverage. If it doesn't fit for somebody for whatever reason, you're not having to necessarily incur additional costs because it's just a digital product or it's just your service. So you can feel good about giving that back. And you are so right, Antonio. It's a very exciting industry. There's so much potential. And every single day, more people are just becoming more aware of what you can get online and people feel comfortable just going to Amazon and buying anything and going to Zappos and buying shoes and going to PayPal and just sending money back and forth, zip, zip, zip. I mean, we are just being trained as a culture to realize that, hey, we can just sit in front of our computer and do anything. We don't need to go out and do all these crazy things. Like It's right here at our fingertips. It's efficient. It's an efficient market, more or less, and it's just a really enjoyable place. So, Antonio... This is a question I love to ask because it always elicits a different answer from every entrepreneur. Have you had an I've made it moment? I haven't yet. And it's probably something that I need to, uh, I, I've had many I haven't made it moments. <laughs> and I find that whenever I do have those moments, it's usually because I've set a, I've set a point and once I hit it, you know, it's I, I probably because I'm harder on myself than anyone else is, but it's one of those things I can tell you about the I haven't made it moments. And that was probably and, and that's something pretty important that we set for ourselves, because oftentimes we'll go down. I went down the wrong for me for the longest time. It was about getting traffic to a tailored suit. And 
I thought if I got 100,000 visitors a month, I would be a millionaire. And that didn't turn out true. You know, I did get over 100,000 visitors a month at a tailored suit, but I wasn't selling the kind of volume. And what, but the great part about setting a point in which you have to look back and reflect is that you do, you know, you realize that I think we can fool ourselves. We're really bad about having one directional vision and not paying attention to all the signs that are saying, hey, you may be going down the wrong path and hitting your head up against that wall, against the wall the 100th time. It's not going to break down the wall. You're simply going to break your head. And uh, yeah, so haven't had that moment yet. I have had many moments, though, that uh, are I, I haven't made it. I, I probably could set it. And that's why I'm working with Jamie over the eventual millionaire to help me, you know, set more uh, goals. And I'll be able to, if I can take a vacation with my family for three weeks, I will. I'll say that's a. Uh, that's a I've made it moment. Absolutely. And Jamie Tardy over the eventual millionaire, she was my original mentor and coach. I can just say how important it is to have that mentor, that coach that's holding you accountable, that's really putting your feet to the fire and just making you take actions and really question yourself and really push you forward and open your eyes up to so many different things. So I love the fact that you've had so many I haven't made it moments and you're very cognizant of that. And again, this question I love because so many entrepreneurs answer differently. Some say, John, I've had an I've made a moment every single day. Others say, John, I will never have an I've made a moment. And for me, I love to talk about the journey and the milestones and the accomplishments. And you have been having some great milestones and some great accomplishments. So Antonio, have you been enjoying the journey? A lot of people say follow your passion and that you're going to be, you know, I don't wake up and jump out of bed and can't wait. I mean, there are, I, I live, I've got three young children. I've got a beautiful wife, but I've also got a lot of, you know, there's just life is happening. But the fact that I can stop in the middle of the day and play with my kids and chase them around the house and play monster, or that I have the good problem of, you know, occasionally there are, you know, there's just family around that I get to, I mean, I see my kids every single day. So for me, that was what what is important in my life is my family and spending time with you know just healthy eating having good health uh, these things I I'm living and looking back I I know that there's the money will come uh, and, and now you know this this year has already been great for us uh, last year was pretty good this year has already been great and I get excited thinking about the future there's a lot of people in this country that are scared of the future. I wake up and I'm excited about the future and looking forward to it. And I'm a big part of my, my, my children's lives. So for me, that's a great measure of success. And I really don't know what else I need. Well, speaking of the future, Antonio, let's talk about your current business right now. You have a lot of exciting things going on. Talk to us about one thing that's really exciting you. And then talk to us about where you see your vision for the future of Real Men, Real Style. So what I'm really excited about is being able to release a number of products this year. Uh, it used to be that you would put out something and it had to appeal to a mass audience, especially if it was information, usually a book, in order you know, for the publisher to put it out there. I'm excited because the content we have coming out is becoming more and more niche. And by doing that, I can charge it, – it goes to less people, but it screens their name even more, and I can charge more for it. So to give you an idea, 
we've got a product coming out for the legal professional, how to dress, how to present yourself if you're a, a, an attorney, if you're a lawyer. And we're going to be able to charge a certain price for this simply because it's very niche. It's going to be the best item for them. We've got another item coming out, Style for the Black Man. Now, I'm not black. And, you know, I, I checked. I, John, I look at your photo. You're not black either. So this book is not going to be forced. But you know what? There is a large population of black men in the United States and throughout Africa, throughout other parts of the world, throughout Europe, that they go out there and they try to find men's style information for them. And they're frustrated because it doesn't address their color issues, doesn't address their hair and certain issues with their follicles. And I've been working and partnering with a guy named Grant Harris over in D.C. who is black and has dealt with these issues growing up. And together, we're able to partner and create a product that's so specific that it's going to scream to that gentleman. And we can, in a sense, charge a bit more because it really solves his problem. So that's what I get excited about. It's coming out with all these different products that scream and really, in, in a sense, scream the answer to people who have had these problems and haven't been able to satisfy it. And Antonio, let me break in here for a second because one thing that so many entrepreneurs make the mistake when they first come out is they just try to create this broad niche, just this product or the service that's going to reach so many people because in their minds, if it reaches more people or if it just is inclusive of more people, then that's a larger potential target market for them. But the reality is always so different because if you're just trying to be so inclusive, you're not being specific to anybody or anything. And the best, the smartest, the most successful entrepreneurs that I hear time and time again say, John, find your niche and then you niche down and then you niche again until it hurts, literally until it hurts, until you think that you're niching yourself out of the market, then you have it. And that's exactly what you've done here. You've just found this niche down, niche down, niche down until you're only talking to one segment of the population. But guess what? 100% of that segment of the population is going to want to hear what you say and is going to look at you as the authority figure, as the credible person in this area. And the only thing I would add to that is make sure when you're niching down that you're niching down to an audience that is willing to pay. Put a price on it as soon as possible. And it's something I think a lot of people that are just getting – many of us, when we think of sales, we think of the sleazy car – I mean, I remember back in, in the Marines, uh, it was really bad. The, the car salesman got I me. Mean, they oh, would yeah. have – I don't know if you remember these signs like from – Oh, 01 to 09, we finance everybody, you know, $99 down, we'll get you, you know, a car. And you, so you get these privates and these oats, you know, these, or these new young, I was one of the officers that got raked over the coals. I, I didn't, I didn't have a business background. I didn't understand as bad as this is, I didn't understand finance rates or, you know, it, it was, I just didn't, I trusted that this guy who said he was an ex military guy would take care of me. And I just gave him money. I got a car. I was happy. Uh, until I started realizing how much I was paying in interest. So many of us have this negative impression of salespeople or, or selling a product. And to me, what I discovered is that when I put a price on a product and it was really of good value and I positioned myself not as a sleazy sales guy, but somebody that is offering value and puts a price on it because I want you to have skin in the game and I want you to take action. Because if people get something for free, a lot of times they don't take action. It's like those CDs that we get when you're leaving a concert. What happens? What, what do you do with those CDs, John? Throw them in the trash. Yeah, or they become coasters or they you put them on a little string and they hang right on your, your car. The thing is we don't <laughs> – 
value that CD. We've all we've all had that CD that some band that thinks they're just like Pearl Jam outside of the Pearl Jam concert giving away their CDs and like 95% of those no one even listens to. Instead if you put a small you if you put a price on it, yes, you're going to get less people, but you're making money. And that's validating that it's a sustainable business. Boom. You couldn't have added to that more. Thank you, Antonio. And it's a perfect segue into the lightning round, which is my favorite part of the show. This is where I get to ask you a series of questions and you come back at us, Antonio, with amazing and mind-blowing answers. Does that sound like a plan? Uh, I'll do my best. Let's see what, we can do. <laughs> what was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? I would say the mindset and looking at where I came from. I grew up in a trailer park in West Texas and most of the people I knew worked hourly jobs and they hated their job. And I would say I'm still trying to overcome this mindset of where I come from. And I think we have to just be cognizant that we all come, we're, we're tattooed with where we come from in our history. So we've all got prejudices. We all have certain beliefs and being able to open up my mind. I mean, part of it was being in the Marine Corps when I'm surrounded by people that went to Ivy league schools that I mean, one, one of my, my friends, uh, you know, J Gregory Jones, his father, you know, uh, Greg Jones is, was the commandant of the Marine Corps, then was Obama's, uh, you know, secretary of defense. And when, you, when you're around, you're having dinner with somebody like that, that is, you know, the right-hand mind of the president when it comes to defense issues. It really says, wow, you know, things are, are, are I, I'm capable of quite a bit. So I, I think that a man needs to go out there or, or a woman and challenge themselves and really realize that they're capable of great things. Antonio, what is the best business advice that you've ever received? Received a lot, but I would say the best business advice, uh, you know, is simply to take action and to fail quickly. Uh, you know, I, I pulled that one out. There's, there's many things I could have said, but I see it again and again, people telling me what they're going to do. Instead of telling me what you're going to do or how you're going to, how about you show me your website that you've already built? How about you, in excuses, everyone, I mean, you know, they, I, I don't know if I can swear, but basically they're like, you know, no, they're you like, can't. <laughs> they, yeah, they're, they're those little things. Basically, everyone's got an excuse. And I would say that I, I'm tired of excuses, guys. I want you to take action. I don't care, you know, how tired you are, you know, get it done, make it happen, and uh, just take action action. Quit telling me about it. Oh, Antonio, I love that. And for me, it really brings me back to the battlefield. When my platoon sergeant came up to me, and he said, Lieutenant, a good decision now is better than a great decision later. And I've always loved that quote because yep. for me, it was like, listen, I got to do something now and it's only going to be good. That's fine. But if I wait till later and let's just take it to the ultimate level on an army battlefield, on a military battlefield, you might die and you might not be able to make that great decision later. So stop trying to wait around for that great decision. Make a good decision now. Go forward with it. You can always pivot. You can always change. I love that, Antonio. Agreed. Agreed. What's something that's working for you right now? I would say uh, focusing on my health. And I, I've, I didn't always eat healthy. And I'm very fortunate that I married a woman who makes everything from scratch. Huge. She grew up in, in Ukraine. And I, I mean, right now I've just got an apple next to my desk. And by setting up habits and systems in, in, in my family that we have fruit lying around all over the house. And, you know, that's occasionally you find something that, that shit that rotted or something. But no, I mean, really, we, they, we make it easy to eat grapes, to eat apples. Uh, 
And, and by doing that, by taking care of your body and realizing, I had a great coach in high school, and he would always, you know, he, I, I did really well in high school, and he would always say, hey, you're, you're a smart kid, but realize you got to take care of your body, and that is your vessel that gets you around. And one thing I loved about the Marines is I got paid to work out, and just to actually have this talk with Jamie, she said, hey, you know, Antonio, you need to put exercise and taking care of your body is part of your job. One, because people see you on video and it's assumed that you're taking care. I mean, people like a more attractive person when they, they actually see them. But I mean, really, you're going to get a lot more benefit. And there's a great book out there. Uh, t- uh, it talks about Spark. It talks about how the relationship, not so much in weight loss, but in how it sparks your mind when you exercise and you take care. And by, by going to that treadmill, it's not about losing weight. It's about making your mind more active and re- releasing certain endorphins, which f- enable, enable you to focus more and to, to be more uh, aware of what's going on. Oh, you're making me feel horrible about this half-eaten stickers bar right by my computer. That's right. Get rid of that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it, Antonio. I'm a, I'm a big believer in the daily workout. I have Insanity and P90X right here that I work out to every single day. And so many Fire Nation listeners are on the treadmill right now as we speak, on the elliptical machine, running along the beach, taking in this great content as they're exercising because it is such a huge part about what being an entrepreneur is. And you even look at CEOs in corporate America. I mean, they are where they are because they've taken care of themselves. So many of them are marathon runners and they're into daily exercise and it's just so prevalent. So Antonio, do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with Fire Nation? Yeah, I would say active words. And this is maybe something that's not big for the people uh, that are already on Mac, but basically text replacers. So, and the one I use is a guy named Buzz invented it. Oh, it's, it's really simple, works on PCs. Uh, but the idea that you could simply type out three letters and hit the double space, and it takes me to any website, brings up any document, uh, fills in any, you know, for basically, I don't have to think. Because I don't know about you guys, but now at the end of the day, I can't think very straight, and I can't even remember where things are at. But I can remember three letters that stand for how for me to get to this document or to open up this web page. And I'd say Active Words has really helped just improve the efficiency and has made my life a lot easier. Love it. We will link that up in the show notes. Entrepreneuronfire.com slash Antonio Centeno. So, Antonio, if you could recommend one book for Fire Nation, what would it be? I'm going to say check out Spark. I just talked about it earlier in the interview, and this is a great book that talks about the mind or the, the link between exercising and helping us think better and the benefits beyond, you know, many of us exercise because we want to stay in great shape, but these are the benefits that go beyond that. Love it. We'll link that up in the show notes as well. So Antonio, this is the last question. It's my favorite, but it's kind of tricky. So take your time, digest it, and then come back at us with an answer. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? I've always been a big fan of, of traveling. So if it's identical to Earth, then perhaps I have access to a motorcycle. 
Yeah. And I'm going to take a trip. So one of the uh, things that I enjoyed actually when I returned back from deployment in 2003 is I hit all 48 states on my Sprint ST motorcycle. Uh, that bike has since been sold, but I'm going to assume in this earth that I've still got access to that bike. And since I don't have the, you know, I, I sold the bike when I had when I had my son because I'm, I've had enough close calls with motorcycles. So I'm going to assume that I can be riding a motorcycle and that I can be checking out the area of just these lower 48 states. I had a great trip when I did that, did the four quarters. So it's my quick answer. Going to enjoy uh, that, that week. Just take some time off. I, I find that when I'm out riding my bike, I don't need a whole lot when it comes to money. And uh, I don't spend much. I usually just take a, my camping gear with me and sleep under the stars. I love that answer, Antonio. You have just given us incredible actionable advice this entire interview, and we are all better for it. Give Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance, then tell us how we connect with you and your company, and then we'll say goodbye. The last piece of guidance is I would say, you know, life is short. Find out what is important to you and make sure you're living your life with, with that in mind. I mean, if you say your family's important, and you're not spending any time with them, I'm going to call BS on you. BS. And you need to simply, you need to reevaluate with what you're, because you're going to wake up and your kids are going to be grown. Uh, your wife is going to be gone. And it doesn't matter how much money you have. You're just, you're, you're not going to be happy with your life. So, you know, find out what's important to you and focus on that. Make it the key part of your life. And if you want to get a hold of me, just simply do a quick Google search, Antonio Centeno. Uh, I'm on Twitter. I'm on Facebook. Uh, I've got contact forms through my websites. So you can always get a hold of me. And that's the best way to do it. Antonio, thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise, your experience. Fire Nation salutes you. And we'll catch you on the flip side. Sounds great, John. Take care. Fire Nation, are you ready for some more incredible audio? Audible is offering Entrepreneur on Fire listeners a free audiobook and 30-day membership. I recommend Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. This is a must-listen for every entrepreneur. This offer is for a limited time, so jump on it at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. Thank you for joining us at EntrepreneurOnFire.com, your daily dose of inspiration. Prepare to ignite.